Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. Start. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. There's a third. There we go. All right. Welcome back to uh, the home episodes of the podcast. Uh, since we're taping one, there's already been some issues, but every day there's issues. Luckily, to the left of me is my good buddy, and today in the screen, he is the left of me. <laughs> He's always here. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Hey, everybody. Sounds like it's tough being an adult out there today. I just wanted to say, take a little time to enjoy, get some joy out of this podcast. We did it for you. It's our gift to you today. That's all I got. <laughs> All right, back there with a the new mood light, getting everything set up. Uh, Matt, comedy producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Uh, so, real quick, uh, what was it? Two, two Tuesdays ago, which sounds weird. By the way, we'll have a guest guest tonight. Our good friend of ours, Keith Edwards, cool Keith, as some of you know him as. Uh, he does awesome T-shirts around town, and he recently did one with Seattle Sounders FC for a charity. So he's going to pop in here later. We're going to talk to him about that. And one of the best beer stories ever told. There oh. he is. Oh, he's here early. Right on, on cue. Wow. Keith, I just, I just gave you the whole introduction. No, sh- oh, no. no, no. <laughs> it takes me one second. I won't do that again. <laughs> that could not have gone better. Yeah. Uh, that was, I mean, that was seamless, dude. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> How are you guys? Uh, good. Literally, we just started. And I was like, hey, we're going to have a guest in here, Keith Edwards. I said, AKA Cool Keith is some, because I think we have some crossover between us and uh, uh, Gregor's old podcast. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a couple guys that, that listen to both. I'd see them both on Twitter talking about it, and it's cool. I miss doing this kind of stuff, and now it's even cooler getting to see your guys' faces. It's been a long time to see some new faces. <laughs> are you uh, are you up on the Zoom? Are you a house party? How do you how do you do your virtual? Uh, it's most it's mostly Zoom. We got one every Thursday that I jump on at four o'clock, and then every once in a while we'll play we'll play video games instead of just talking. We'll throw in some video so you can look at each other a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the Zoom. I think it's pretty clear. I have one on Friday night that, frankly, is just a reckless party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know some, some people really like house party. I haven't really messed with that one yet. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like Zoom meetings on a Friday night are more dangerous than going to the bar. Like, my drinks are a little stiffer because I'm mixing them on my own. It's going to be a little weird going back to a bar later where nothing tastes the same. So I've been pouring <laughs> ripples instead of... Instead of a regular drink, but you know, I'll get used to it again. <laughs> well, I was gonna say the other issue too is like uh, not only the drink stiffer, but like in my house, I mean, every night's like two for one shots night. Yeah, <laughs> super affordable. It last calls when you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Keith. Tell us a little bit about the. Uh, well, first of all, t- uh, make sure you plug your company, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, talk about the shirt, how it came about with the Sounders. Yeah, so it kind of all loops back to January. We did an online store for a band <clears throat> out of, uh, I think Tennessee, um, 
where they just didn't want to distribute their own stuff. And she really wanted us to print the shirts and send them off because she was terrible about doing it. And I had my reservations about it, um, but realized it was something that wasn't being done around our city, let alone around the country for, you know, small runs. And we took care of her. She wanted to buy a van. She needed $2,000 for it. And within two and a half weeks, we were able to raise her her $2,000. We sold a ton of shirts, which was awesome. And, and that was that. Like, didn't really push it. It just was a thing that, that happened and worked out. Then this all hit. And, you know, within that first week of, man, are we going to be able to stay alive? 90% of my business is doing T-shirts for bands, doing T-shirts for events. What am I going to do? I don't know how I'm going to stay alive. And I was sitting on the couch kind of, I guess, kind of feeling sorry for myself, but not really just kind of thinking it out. And I'm like, well, why don't I do that for other places? And as soon as I thought it, I jumped on the internet and I saw a couple other spots around the country doing it, but nobody in Seattle. And I jumped on it as fast as I could. And, and what's the general business model? People pay for shirts and then they distribute it themselves? Well, you know, a lot of people, they buy their shirts and then, yeah, they, they, they take a chunk of whatever money they want to spend to get 100 shirts to go on tour or whatever. And this way, the way I'm doing it now is you don't have to put any money down. You sell 30 shirts, we're going to start producing your shirts and we'll do it on a weekly basis. And we take out what it costs for the shirt and everybody else, they, they get the profit from it. We mail it off. Everything goes, you know, pretty smooth. And it's, it's worked for everybody around here. We, we built one for the crocodile to try and help, help them out. And that's gone really well. Uh, Joe's grilled gourmet dogs that you get outside the stadium. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. We, we connected through our mutual friend, Joe Hamill and he got super emotional that you know, I was able to write him within a week, like a check that was able to pay his rent for the business, you know, because they, they still have to keep their spots down there. Like people are thirsty to get a good, a good spot next to the stadium. And all this kind of just went around and around. And another mutual friend hit me up and said, the Sounders is look, are looking for the same thing. Do you think you could help them? And of course I wanted to help being you know i go to a lot of the games and being a season ticket holder and all that and, but i was a little worried that my tiny tiny shop would not be able to handle what it could possibly be and i feel like and, we should mention not only do you go to the matches like you sit in the front row in the south end yeah right next to uh <laughs> right what are you in front of the gorilla fc yeah we're i'm right there in 120 in the front row with with, you know, a bunch of good friends. Like, we all have our little sections with our, our groups of friends all over the stadium. And to be able to have them reach out to me and be able to help them out was beyond awesome. And everybody at the club has been the coolest people. It's me producing the shirts and shipping them. The person that designed them is a longtime fan. And the guy that came up with the idea, he's a season ticket holder too, and reached out to the club on the idea. So really, this has been pulled together by season ticket holders and fans that the club has just kind of helped push out. And yeah, everybody, everybody's been awesome. Like we've had Zoom meetings to make sure things were going right. It's definitely one of the hardest things I've ever printed in my life. And 
it took me hours to get set up, but you know, I kept grinding on it because I, I wanted to take pride and make sure everybody got something that they really, really can like when they, when they get the product. Yeah. Cobb, uh, Matt, have you guys seen the shirt? Yeah, I just looked at it on Twitter. It's awesome. And that's what I'm, – I'm glad you said that it was complicated and tough to do because I was looking at that and I was like, holy crap. I used to, like, single – just do a, have a single silk screen, and I was like, that looks impossible, man. That is a super complex silk screen. I'm pretty impressed. Well, they, look, they, they sent me the artwork, and <laughs> I looked down and I was like, yeah, man, like, I can do, I can do this. This is no problem. <laughs> and then when I ran it out to Seth, I'm like, whoa, these lines are – Yeah really small like I don't uh -huh. know. and there's a lot of them and it, it did I mean I had to put a good 20 to 30 hours on just run out screens print you know let everything dry print be like nope somebody's chin didn't come out right because man they if, if one line doesn't come out it looked awful it looked terrible yeah. um, it's like a giant zoom party with the sound yeah. players and everybody's doing something different Got, uh, you're not really going to be able to see it on here, but it's on the internet. It looks, it looks cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy. just trying to describe it for people that aren't going to see it or haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I saw it on cool. the Sounders Twitter as Sounders FC. If anyone's looking for it. Yeah, they came in and filmed a video. I never thought my job was cool, but man, I looked at that. I saw that video the first time. I was like, man, they made me look really really awesome in the 30 minutes they were there keith it looks great i mean that's what i saw was there was just like you know congrats keith and then i saw the video and was like oh like this is like the official like sounders stuff yeah and then I, right like the next day b rad uh brad evans was rocking it like he's just like yeah. walking on the street like they're great shirts and it was like like i've known you forever i was like yeah man that is a great shirt yeah it's it's been pretty surreal seeing all the guys like wearing them and the people that i've shipped them off to i'm like what like this person's gonna wear a shirt that i made is wild you know Ooh. but hey go for it you know it's it's awesome it's a good feeling and the fact that it helps out not only the city and the community it's literally where i live because i'm in the international district chinatown and they're helping out i mean they helped out joe's gourmet grilled gourmet hot dogs they helped out restaurants in my neighborhood and without you know, without that funding, they weren't coming back. They were, that, that's just the short of it is they were not going to be able to survive. And a sports team is able to rally a community together when there is no sports going on is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, and what they did for Joe's I thought was great. Yeah, it's, it saved him. I mean, it literally saved him from having to shut down. And, you, yeah, weirdly – just being in the small business community, I actually heard about that through the grapevine before we were even talking to you that the Sounders had gone to bat for all of the vendors down there. And they basically, I, what I heard was the GM, but I'm not sure, a GM or a vice president called them up and just said, look, we love you guys. We love having you outside the stadium. What do you need to get through this? Which is pretty cool considering that technically their uh, vending competes with the Sounders vending. You know exactly. what I mean? So like, but they love it because the atmosphere, the fan experience. So he can't call this, these guys up. It's just like, what do you need from me? Okay, great. Like rent, whatever, wrote them a check. And uh, that's, you know, that news travels fast within that community. And I was pretty impressed uh, when I heard it. I was just like, wow, like that makes me, I already loved the Sounders. That makes me love, appreciate and respect them even more. Yeah. I mean, without competition, what's going to drive you to be better? 
and having those people around you, it, it only drives your business. You know, you see, you see a restaurant next to another restaurant, they're not going to hate each other or a bar next to another bar. By working together, you're going to succeed greater than fighting each other. It, it, takes, it takes more energy to fight with somebody than it does to just get along with them. So it's been, it's been yeah. a really neat, neat thing to see. Yeah, and it's always sad when you see that crabs in a bucket mentality amongst businesses. Sorry, Ted. No, no worries, mate. Uh, <laughs> and it does suck. <laughs> uh, what, uh, who, how did you get the screenshots? Like, did every player email you? Did they just email you, like, a thing of, like, how did you get people in different, like, poses? For the, for the artwork? Yeah. The artwork came from a guy named Bill Wood, and he's done a bunch of, like, coloring book pages for the Sounders. You might have seen them on, like, their Twitter account. They put them, I think, on Facebook and stuff. He did all the artwork um, and then sent it to me, and I gave it the green light without thinking enough to make some <laughs> changes beforehand. <laughs> My life could be way easier right now than it is, but, you know, it – I guess it's more fulfilling to see something tougher and know how much work went into it, multiple parties, than just being like, hey, let's write Sounders on a T-shirt and throw two stars on it and get it out the door, you know, as fast as possible. This is something that you're, we're, we only can make it until play, play resumes. And once that's over, like, this shirt's, you're not going to be able to get it anymore. Well, it's also just wild, too, is it's like, it's not like everybody's just on a Zoom call. Like, ev I'm looking at it right now. Like, everybody's just doing different little things. I mean, you got, you got Stefan up there just painting. Yeah, and playing video games. Like, there's massive Easter eggs in here that even as much as I set it up and I looked at this thing so many times and for so many hours that they'll tweet about. I'm like, no way, that's really in there. Uh, the biggest <laughs> one for me is Alex down in the lower corner. He's got like a fireplace that looks a little weird, but if you look really, really close at it, the Portland Timber axe is in the middle of the fire. <laughs> I worked on this for hours. I had printed probably 200 shirts by the point that I saw this tweet, and I was like, no way. A, I got it to show up, but B, I had no idea that it was there. <laughs> Damn it, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Sorry, I didn't realize it was that intricate. Yeah, uh, what's gonna say? Right on, Keith. <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy that those are still out. Keith made a coaster for a thing that him and Greg used to do. This says 2013 on it. It's a potion coaster, and yeah, I've had it for. I was just looking at. It, I was like, damn, I've had this thing for seven years. And I got super stoked when I found out that, like, you were coming on, and then I still had this thing and get to show you that it's still around. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Keith, I still have one of the shirts you made me, and that had to be, what, like, the first ones, the property of the Ted Smith? And that had to be, oh, what, seven? Yeah. Wow. It, it, and that's the crazy thing. Like, I reflect on doing the Sounder stuff, and for me, that's that's huge. But I look – I'm a tiny company. I'm not going to lie. I am one person. I have a partner, but he doesn't come in very much. I'm printing every single shirt. I'm boxing every shirt. If you're calling somebody, I'm answering your call. And I've got to work with some really cool projects, you know, from everything from a lot of the KSW stuff and all the sister stations 
to doing four random shirts for Rick Ross or having two chains in my shop when I didn't know who two chains was, he came in and I made him four t-shirts and I can kind of reflect back and I'm like, wow, those are all cool. But like for me, I don't know, working with the sports team is, is pretty rad, especially when I, you know, open my back window and that's what I'm looking at is the stadium. And it's like, yeah, you know, I got a part of, I got a part of this now. Like I feel a little bit a part of a team. Yeah, you should. It's, it's the same with you. Like, I've always felt a part of your guys' team. <laughs> Again, being that I work by myself, I don't have cool employees to go have a happy hour with, but I've always been welcome to go have happy hour with you guys or go to events and, and essentially it's to see friends and obviously music and stuff. But, you know, I, I feel really grateful for, for all the opportunities I've had and all the fun stuff. And I just want to keep growing with it and keep doing that same thing. How do people get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of your company? Um, best way is really my Facebook and Instagram now, which is at Anchor Prints. Um, website's going to get there. Just say Anchor or Inker? Inker, I-N-K-E-R. I-N-K-E-R? Yeah. Okay, so at I-N-K-E-R dot com. Right. Yeah. Well, at... Inker Prince, I-N-K-E-R, Prince for Instagram and Facebook. And InkerPrince.com is our website. But again, the website I'm not proud of yet. I I really got to work on it. But, you know, it's it's getting stuff. I'd rather get stuff out to people than work on that. I've done the same thing for 25 years. This is the first time I've ever made business cards. And I'm proud of them. I like giving them out um, and actually making an, a website and making a Facebook page. Everything used to be word of mouth, but I guess just, you got to get past that if you want to succeed. You know, hear me just, out on this. Huh? Make a website. Hear me out on this. Make a website. Make something else besides just your Facebook. It's a, it, we have the website. <laughs> we got the website. It, it's just it doesn't it doesn't reflect me it doesn't reflect like what we do and like the fun dumb stuff like, i'm proud of my shop we you know we've had we've had bands come in and print with fans like i've got autographed pictures of stuff in there i got an arcade machine this year which is probably my greatest edition of all time i've wanted one for since i was 12 years old so now in between jobs i can go play video games what game it's a Neo Geo machine with five games on it. Ooh, dope. So I don't really get Dude, bored. just throw that video on your website. Website yeah. done. I know. They're saying sick. They, they asked me what I thought of it, and I was like, man, like, I don't think you guys could have made me look any better or make the shop look any cooler for just being one guy in a manual press. But That's perfect. They pulled it off. I've got Q13 coming in tomorrow to interview me, which is... No kidding. Wild. Wow. Second film crew in my shop within a week. Are you, does it, are you think you're as nervous for that as you are for this one? Oh man. Like I hate looking <laughs> at a camera. For me right now, it's looking at four or three guys and myself. I'm like, well, whatever. I got a beer in my hand and I'm sitting at home tomorrow when the Sounders did theirs and I had to look into a camera for five seconds and like, what's your name? And I was like, what, what? Oh, my name. Yeah. My name's Keith. Oh. Where are we at? I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And now I got to do it like for a news crew that I have no idea how they're going to cut it. I'm probably going to look like an idiot, but whatever. Everybody knows that. Cobb, any advice? (laughs) 
How dare you, Ted Smith? How dare you? Jesus. You know, yeah, editing is uh, is tough to deal with. Um, I would say keep your, you know, keep it genuine. Keep your sentences short and do not let them make you say, I hate kids. It will haunt you for years. <laughs> I appreciate that, cop. Oh, man, I forgot that was the harsh term. I still like when they made you just tear down the other girl. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, yeah, I guess she just sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the, yeah, and whatever. It's too long of a conversation. But, yeah, they can make you say whatever they want, basically. So just have a good time. I feel like Q13 is going to use those same powers for good for you, Keith. I would walk yeah, in feeling definitely. excited and confident. We're gonna help now you. All that's gonna be in my brain is say, "Don't say I hate kids," and I'm just gonna it's gonna blur <laughs> Under out. Under no circumstances. I Even if they're like, "Tell us a joke." Yeah, no. <laughs> don't say you love them though either. I would just stay away from kids. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, all costs. costs. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. They're like, "All right, Keith. Any final advice? Stay away from kids." Famous <laughs> <laughs> oh, last words. All right, uh, before you hopped on, I was mentioning, uh, so I hang up these flags. I am not trying to troll you. I randomly oh. just have that one. It's an Arsenal flag. He's a Tottenham fan, which I don't like Tottenham. He doesn't like Arsenal, but. I thought, I thought about a lot of things to hang behind me, but I realized I'll just stand and sit in front of the record collection because I don't have enough time to do that right now. That but. thing is impressive, by yeah, the looks way. looks good. People can't see that. That's a lot yeah. of records. It's just my records. It, it looks cooler than me sitting on the couch with like a blank wall behind me, so. Do you mind if we send out a screenshot? Yeah, I don't care. Tell me one more time, Kyle. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna hit option, command. Wait, do I do the whole screen or a section of it? Whole screen. <laughs> option, command, four. All right, everyone smile awkwardly, do we get it? Yeah, I think we got it. Nice, Ted. Powerful. Tech Ted, out of the gun. Oh, you know me, man. Mr. Uh, Mr. Technology. <laughs> oh, as he freezes. All right, so uh, Keith, at some point I uh, was saying before you hopped on here, I said I have to tell also one of the best beer stories. Sorry, I'm just making sure I got that photo. Oh, I can control. On things. your desktop, Ted. I know. Just minimize I just have, your current window with the yellow. I have two. Right, I have way too many windows up. You're good. Just that yellow button in the top left corner will minimize it, but not delete it. You see the little yellow minus? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to cool. click on the photo now. I'm not sure I got it. Just double click it. it should open, or you can right click and click, press open. Oh man, Matt, can we edit this out? Uh, yeah, I That's guess. It's, it's fine. That would be a first, but we're on, it's the home cast. We don't have the same rules of like, we very rarely edit. Um, Drinking White Claws, Ted, there's no laws, baby. You got it. <laughs> nope. I didn't we're, able, we're able to get it open. I did. I didn't get it, though. So we're going we're gonna to take one more, boys. We're going to try this again. All right. So option should be right next to your command key. Yep. And then four, correct? Yeah, and when you hit four, it should take the photo. It All sounded right. like you got it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think that was a sound, sound effect. 
I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. So anyhow, I have this great beer story that I'm clearly never going to get to. Man, it must have taken next, a Next Steve Jobs over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I can. Well, dude, yeah. We'll figure. Oh, so, so it Keith, out. while we're waiting on Ted, how'd you guys meet each other originally? What's the quick version? Um, it was a holiday hangover ball, and I think two thousand something, nine, eight, seven, somewhere in there. Yeah. But the beer story Ted's trying to tell was at the old Yellow Beak in Enumclaw. I know this is a story he's going to tell. And yeah. also, full disclosure, I used, like, my first girlfriend out here was Keith's uh, cousin. So we, when I first, like, so the first couple of years I was out here, like, we spent a lot of time together, and he's damn right the story I'm going to tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so, a lot. <laughs> so back then, right, like, and to this day, it's funny, Keith's drinking the Miller Lite, and I ironically have a Coors Light. Uh, <laughs> I did this on purpose just to, just to prove the king of beers from that night. I went and bought a six pack of it just for this podcast. <laughs> We're going to the yellow beacon, eat claw. Right. And it's still like, I'm still trying to be cool with everybody in the family and friends. Like I haven't, you know, I haven't met everybody. So we're sitting out back to the Yellow Beacon. Everybody's drinking Coors Light, except me. I'm drinking Miller Light. So Keith, like as soon as I meet Keith, like we're cool, right? He's another sports fan. Like we like to drink beers. Uh, so we're sitting outside the Yellow Beak. And you know that game where you top the tap of somebody's beer and then it foams up and they have to chug it? Yeah. So we're all sitting there and I'm just holding the Miller Light. And then all of a sudden I feel this wetness on my hand. And Keith had tried to top my beer, but the bottom of his Coors Light broke on the Miller Light. So, like, I didn't miss a beat, and I was just like, the true champion, and just chugged it. Coors <laughs> Light literally slipped over the Miller Light like a, like a sleeve. It just dropped right over the top of the entire neck of the beer. <laughs> now, tonight, I'm drinking his Coors Light, so there we go. I'm going the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh, that, man. so then right. So then we spent a lot of time and then over the years, right, he spent I mean, he made so many shirts for everybody and then, you know, was really very good friends with a bunch of my friends at work and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I kind of think. And damn, outside of the dudes I work with, Keith, you might be the one of the people I've known the longest. Yeah, I mean, I've known you for a long time. I slept on the old couch. I watched I watched I went to I did one of the drafts for a beer draft, which man, that night was didn't end that well for me. Todd, Matt, you ever heard these stories? No. So I used to throw a legendary draft party. And this was when the NFL draft was on Saturday and Sunday. So you had to drink a beer per pick in the first round. But back in the day, they didn't always take like the full, a lot of time of the minutes. So a lot of it would just be like beer, 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 just back to back to back. Wait, you drank 32 beers? Nobody made that far. Jeez. Yeah, nobody- Nobody ever made it that far. I mean, it, it was like in like one, like the first year was just like breakfast jacks and like, I don't know, like weird dips. Some, some years it was just like buckets of fried chicken. I mean, it was a, it was a hell of a show. I'm pretty sure the year Keith was there, I may have passed out on the floor in my kitchen. Oh, you did. And then I left and had five tickets to Supercross and walked from your old apartment down to the football stadium watched supercross for 20 minutes i shopped downtown i must have spent 300 bucks on clothes that i don't like i don't remember what they are i just went shopping drunk and then attempted to walk all the way to georgetown because i thought it was really close and a cab driver pulled up to me when there was nobody around he goes where are you going and it took me to georgetown to a show by myself which 
which is again not a good idea. But <clears throat> at least I had a place to sleep. I'm zombie drunk. Walking to Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's close. It's right next to the stadiums. <laughs> Dude, I've done that walk too from the oh. stadiums. To, it seems so close in a car, but it, yeah. it, it's a decent little hoof. Yeah. That's the thing. Weirdly, like, you can see how a drunk person would totally think, like, because they're basically, like, there's nothing in between them, really. So it's not like another zone. You're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of this zone, which is, like, Soto and Stadiums, and then this zone, which is, you know, Georgetown. But it's, like, massive between them. So I I mean, I I live here in International District, and I work there now, and it takes me 10 minutes to drive there with no stop signs, no stoplights. But it's a 10-minute drive. Walking, I, there was no way I was going to make it. I would have, I would have passed out in a bush somewhere in some welding shop to be found days later. But you know, you're rescued. Yeah, when I was living in Belltown, I once walked to the uh, the Costco down there on Four, and then <laughs> Soto. Yeah, and then went Jesus there, Christ, Ted Smith. And then went from there down to Georgetown for the dead baby downhill to meet a buddy. And that's when Airport Way was under construction. So I, like, ran over train tracks. Some dude screamed at me, like, you're going to die. And then that night, Kyle, I met up. I think you were there. But remember the old SOD clubhouse? I walked back to there, and it was, like, 2 in the morning. And Barnes was like, what are you doing just walking around? Like, somebody's like, I'll give you a ride. Uh, dude. Yeah. Was that that night we were lighting fireworks down there? On the streets? Yeah. Wow. Dude. Jesus. That is a walk. <laughs> And why even go to Costco if you're walking? Were you, like, did you just get like a giant thing of like, you know, a giant thing of Pringles and you were like well, carrying it or what? I was going to get an eye exam so I could get glasses so I could start driving. Because I had lost my oh. license, physically yes. lost it for years. Yeah. But like Costco, I, and I was about to buy a scooter. So I was like, oh, I need to get glasses again. There's sometimes a method. Sometimes the method behind the madness. Dude, I remember you taking the driving exam, man. That was dope. And like doing the test drives with our, our mutual friend. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, Keith, do you listen to the podcast anymore? Uh, yeah, I've been listening every once in a while. All right. So you what? know how this goes. You're more than welcome to hang out for like emails and what's madness and everything. Or if, you got to do, but... if I got anything fun to say, I'll tell you. Otherwise, yeah. I'll just listen. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Cobb, want to read some emails there? Yep, I, uh, I'm just hopping into them now. All right, so yeah, it looks like, all right, looks like we got three. Nice. Hey, guys, I watched your friend's doc about scooting across the country and really enjoyed it. It was fun to recognize some of the names from the cast. It made me think, what is something that you guys would love to do or have done? I'm sure your Burning Man experience is on the list. Are there any other crazy ideas or bucket list type goals you have? I love the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. The home apps have been great, Carly. Uh, I mean, I'm really looking forward to traveling out of the country again. I, re- I really want to go to like, like London was awesome, but I want to go to like Central Europe and like, basically I want to go to like Amsterdam or. Yes. You know what I mean? I also would really like to see Portugal. Yeah, dude, a Bundesliga game would be pretty fun. Like Bayern Munich game. Hey, I'm a Dortmund man. Everybody knows that. Dude, look, Dortmund versus Munich, you know? That'd be <laughs> sick. Dude, even some of the Spanish leagues would be cool, or like an Italian game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, trust me, we talked about it. I was going to go watch that Navy Notre Dame game in Dublin. 
So I was going to try to sneak in a Prem match somewhere in there. I got you. Um, yeah, Carly, for me, um, I've had one that's, on the, that's been on the books for a while. It's this tough place to get to. Um, it's called the Seychelles. It's an island chain that is um, – it's not really close to anywhere, but it's sort of southwest of India, and it's kind of off the – like way, way off the coast of Ethiopia also. So it's sort of out there in the middle of the Indian Ocean, and um, it is just – apparently it's incredibly gorgeous. You can look up photos of it. The Seychelles, it's really hard to spell. It's like S-E-Y-C-H, and then a bunch of letters. But um, that should give you, a good, give you a good start. But anyway, they did like um, – they did like uh, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition shoot there like in the 90s, and that's when it like kind of uh, came alive. So they've added a little airport, but apparently it's still just – so remote that it's very pristine really great place to travel and because it's not close to any other country uh there's a huge mix of you know ethnicities and cultures and the population it's supposed to be a really unique spot so that malta kind of the north coast of africa are all on the list matt yeah um i will echo amsterdam that's what i've done i was actually uh there's a laundry list of play. I was revisiting and recreating goals the other day, and there's a ton of international travel on there. Um, Bali, I want to check out for sure. Um, Cobb, have you been there? No, I've been to uh, to like southern Malaysia and gone diving out there, but I've never been like so. There's Malaysia's connected. There's Malaysian Borneo, and then that connects down. And I haven't been there. Okay. Um, yeah, Portugal. Uh, what's the one? Abiza, Abiza in Spain. Abiza. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot Ted of. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know that, Ted? I took a pill there once. Oh, okay. <laughs> the joke to a line from a song. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I first saw like that. nightclubs. That's how I was saying it. Yeah, I, I saw Royal Blood go there on vacation, just like on Instagram, like years ago, and it was like. I want to check that place out. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it's like the world famous like DJ nightclub party island. Oh, really? It's Vegas of Europe. Really? But if, if Vegas, in, yeah, yeah, like when like it was kind of shocking when like like I always go back to Tiesto, but he was like the first big name name guy I remember doing a residency in Vegas. But he they do residencies in Ibiza for years. Really. Yeah. So when oh. Vegas was trying to get out of just being like a gambling place and like, like getting into like the nightclubs and stuff, they basically just took, I don't know, I shouldn't say took the model, but kind of took the model from a beast. Like have these monster DJs play at least once, you know, once a week for all summer long. Dude, that's so nuts. I love it when stuff like that happens when like something's big, but you think it's obscure. Cause I'm like, I just randomly discovered it through Royal blood, like on Instagram and don't pay attention. You know what I mean? Like, I had no idea about that. Um, so you discovered but, a, like an ecstasy-filled EDM island through a rock band. Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> looked like a good time. Exactly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Weird way of getting there, but yeah, Ibiza's on the list. <laughs> Keith, you got a destination? I mean, I've always just wanted to go to a festival outside of the country, like a a big, big festival where I actually camped with everybody and just kind of felt like I was a local. That's my number one. Number two would just be going to the heart of Japan and just experiencing that crazy yeah. culture of 
<clears throat> vending machines and bright lights and robots and, you know, the, the whole Tokyo Drift. I just watched that the other day, and that's when I was like, I really <laughs> want to go live the Tokyo Drift lifestyle. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I respect it. I mean, if I keep watching cricket, eventually I'm going to have to go to India to see a game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, howdy to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. All the land. I've never wrote in before. My bio, 55-year-old male. My job transferred me in Minneapolis January. Yes, fucking January. My family is still in the Seattle area, thanks COVID-19. I've only been back once. Love soccer, 35 years in QSR industry, and enjoy the men's room, which is what got me here. I was just listening to the Home Fifth episode. I've not seen the Michael Jordan thing. However, let me recommend another good documentary. It's on Amazon Prime. I guarantee Ted will shed a tear. It's called Making Coco, the Grant Fur story. And Fur is spelled F-U-H-R, so I'm guessing it's German. Uh, here's a question to consider. Best three athletes or performers you've seen live? Uh, his? Uh, yeah, so think about that. Uh, mine? Pele versus the Sounders. Uh, he was old, but it was still Pele. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, the Oilers years. Uh, we used to go up to Vancouver while in college. And Michael Jordan versus the Sonics a few times. Oh, I hear you, man. 95, 97. Uh, Randy Johnson makes honorable mention. Oh, yeah, the big unit. Uh, Cobb and Matt, I truly enjoy your thoughts and insight. Tim, Ted damn near killed me from laughing while listening to the podcast on a flight to Seattle when he hated on pour some sugar on me by Bon Jovi. The poor guy sitting next to me thought I was having a seizure. I tried to explain, but our bond, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> what do you boys got? I mean, for me, the first name I wrote down was uh, Messi because the uh, Barcelona came here and played years ago. They played a friendly against the Sounders. So he scored like two goals in 15 minutes and then subbed off. So Messi, even though I wasn't the biggest fan, which sounds like an a-hole thing, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Cal Ripken Jr., uh, watching him play in ball. I mean, when I was a kid through, through high school, through everything, like he just played. He played every day. Like He got games. And I was at 21 because he broke the record at 21-31. I was at like uh, 21, I want to say 27 or something. Wow. So that was a massive deal. I'm trying to think musical artist because I could go just all athletes. Yeah, sometimes a musical artist just stands out so much, though. You have any of those where you're just like, wow, that guy's mm. a performer. I mean, the ones I put on the same level because I saw them both at the Showbox. And Keith, you might have been at both these shows, but I saw Ice Cube years ago at Showbox Market, and he just crushed it. And then also seeing Foo Fighters after the day after Thanksgiving at uh, Showbox Market. Probably the best two shows wow. ever. Dang. That is pretty good. For me, um, I would say no question. As far as people seeing him live, when you just go, wow, that guy's a superstar. I'd say number one was Kobe Bryant uh, versus Portland Trailblazers. Um, we had like courtside seats. Don't ask me how I didn't pay for mine. It's amazing. So, and I don't, I've never sat courtside before or since, but he was right there. He was like 10 feet away. And the way he moves is unlike, I mean, I played sports my whole life. The way he moves is unlike anything I have ever seen. And he's massive. He is lighter than air. It was unbelievable. His agility and his, uh, you know, like side to side movement. So that's one. Number two, Jay-Z at uh, Austin city limits. He came out. He did a two-hour show, all like top ten hits by himself. 
crowd was captivated within the first 30 seconds. You just go, wow, like that guy's, that guy's an effing superstar. Like there's not really much I can say about that. And then uh, the other one I would say, I'm torn. Robert Plant at the Gorge or Ken Griffey Jr. in the Kingdom. Uh, yeah, I'll go Gretzky and Kobe. And then the third, I'm also torn. Um, but since Cobb already said Griffey, I'm going to say Miley Cyrus on the Bangers Tour at the Tacoma Dome. Wow. Now wow. It was unreal. I've been to so many shows, and it was like the size of it and how authentic and like in the moment she was and just like how talented she was with everything. It was a trip, but it was like the coolest. Um, and yeah, it like when you said stands out against like all the musicians that I've seen, like it's wild, but that's the one where I'm like, man, that was unbelievable. So yeah. There you have it. Riley. Yeah, I mean, I would also say, I forgot, I saw Kanye once before he, like, really hit it big. He wasn't even the headliner at the 930 Club, and that was pretty awesome. He did the same thing. He sat on stage, like, saying, like, through, he was just, like, Through the Wire was the only song kind of getting popular. And wow. then he had John Legend on a keyboard, and he just kept having John Legend start songs, and he'd go, yeah, I made that one. Yeah, I made that one, too. <laughs> And the 930 Club, that's in D.C., right? Correct. And it's, like, the equivalent of, like, showbox size? That's what I would say. Okay. Keith? I would – athletes, I have to say Griffey just because that's who I grew up with. I watched him – I watched him from the beginning, not – well, I guess to the end with a little break in, in between. Prince at Showbox Soto – Oh my God! I was at that one too. That was a yeah. <laughs> Prince. Prince at Showbox was like the my entire life. I mean, I wore a Prince button on my shirt when I was in elementary school and continued on. So that was huge. Uh, seeing all, I guess basketball for me is weird because I did have all you know, Kemp and Peyton. I loved. Seeing Durant in the early years was incredible. Um, so I still respect that because that's my last fleeting memory of basketball in town and like hometown hero type thing. And then just because you had to drop Miley, it would be, <laughs> just make me sound even dumber. I saw Lady Gaga open for New Kids on the Block at the Tacoma Dome. And thinking, Lady Gaga's, what's up, man? Yeah, wow. I'm with you. And, She's a killer. And that night, she played at this tiny, tiny club in Pioneer Square, and nobody went. Like nobody knew to go to this show, and I didn't live in town at the time, or else I would have walked down and seen it. But yeah, seeing her that early in time was was pretty incredible. Wow. Yeah, and as long as we're all in here and we're talking about excitement, then I still got to put the Justin Timberlake show. Uh, this was years ago in like January, but it's the night before the Seahawks play uh, the Niners in that NFC championship game and Sherman has the tip and they go to the Super Bowl. I mean, even Timberlake after the intermission was like, I got to do it. See. <laughs> was that at Key Arena or was that at Tacoma Dome? It was at Key Arena. Okay. 
Because the next year when they went back to the Super Bowl, uh, we did a stage announcement. Matt did his first one before Aaron. Oh, yeah. And I remember that because everybody was going crazy that night, too. And then they didn't run the ball. I was at that Super Bowl. You were at that Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. I got out of the NFC Championship game against Green Bay. And I had already had a promise. If you guys make it to the Super Bowl, I've got your tickets. And I called the guy that he played for the Saints at that time. He retired now. I just texted him and I was like, you owe me two tickets to the Super Bowl. And four of us went and tickets, the, the tickets rose so fast that we had to play rock, paper, scissors 10 minutes before the game to see who was going with me. Three people had a chance. One person got to go. Wow. We were through the roof for a while. And then we through the football and it was a terrible night that ended with me watching hot rod on tv and eating domino's pizza so it's not terrible terrible but it was pretty bad Dude. that had to be the most intense game of rock paper scissors ever like just was, thinking about it my adrenaline is surging like it, whoa if i would have held down the video button i'm pretty sure we could have had a pretty dope viral video but instead it <laughs> tapped it and nothing happened so there's this picture of four guys holding fists near each other and then the video of it probably shows up as much as the uh, screenshot will yeah. <laughs> Cobb, is that good or do we have one more uh we got one more so the last thing he said uh larp on fellas he said p.s i have no idea what larp on means if you have time please explain so go ahead ted why grab the next email uh live action role play that's what larping is and if I remember correctly, we were kind of making fun of it. So then we decided that should be our hashtag, LARP on. And then over the years, our buddy Drew Brokenshire, uh, an MMA fighter, actually made us some swords. And Matt and I actually LARPed with them. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'll try to keep this email shorter than last week's. First, bonus po- points to Cobb for correctly differentiating between an acronym and an initialism. Thanks, Carson. I appreciate that. Very few people do. Second, did Cobb ever conduct his side-by-side comparison of the Popeye's chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-A? Uh, the Popeye's near me, no, I did not. I did do Popeye's again, though, and it was bomb in Oregon. Um, I haven't done Chick-fil-A since, like, 2007. The Popeye's oh. near me is the only one for some distance. So I can believe Cobb's hypothesis, hypothesis that it's just a lackluster franchise and my experience may not have been indicative. Uh, third, if you haven't heard it already, check out the Pretty Lights remix of uh, the Chicago Bulls theme. Here's the link. Love Pretty Lights. And I know Ted loves the Chicago Bulls theme. That's what I come out who, to down at uh, Cage Ford MMA. Yeah, it who doesn't? Because everybody likes that song again. But it's like, I wanted to be like, dude, I was, I've been on that for years. It's true. Credit where credit's due, dude. You have. I'll vouch for that all day. Um, Alan Parsons Project. Uh, as official counsel of the podcast, I recommend against playing it on air without first securing the proper license. But I also recommend all fans of the UNS find it on YouTube. Um, or I don't know if that's fans of the UNTZ. Um, fourth, uh, oh. Cobb, thank you for complimenting my email picture. It's actually the University of Southern California's mascot, Traveler, and his rider entering the LA Coliseum. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have the cowboy. Uh, normally, I wouldn't correct you, but as a member of the cult that is USC, I couldn't allow the greatest podcast in all the land. Dude, SC, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but SC, we have a DeMatha guy going to SC. He just signed. 
Nice. Uh, I couldn't allow the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the land. To mistakenly believe it was a Spartan rather than a Trojan. As always, LARP on and C-Town, what? Carson the lawyer. Yeah, Carson, I never cheered for USC, but now that they have a DeMatha boy, he's a great defensive end. I'm in. Fight on. <laughs> Did that uh, basketball documentary about PG County already start on Showtime, Ted? Yeah, it was. It aired last week. Uh, it's, uh, what's it? Uh, basketball County. Some, like, I think it's like something's in the water or whatever, but just about PG County. It's like a couple of DeMatha guys, uh, one of the Grant brothers, Victor Aladipo, and then uh, Katie, Kevin Durant. How Do you watch it? I have not watched it yet. It's, uh, it's in my queue. Okay, cool. I'm assuming it's uh, on demand. Uh, it's on Showtime. I mean, it's on demand. Keith hasn't been in my Zoom room yet, but Coach Wooten. Nice. He's always looking <laughs> over us. Always motivating. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Cobb. I thought that's what he was going to say. Like, it's shocking to me that an, a Damatha guy actually signed at SC. Like, I don't know if we've ever had one go out there. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, you can't – I don't assume many players from there go out west at all, do they? No, like, generally if it's a big school, say, in Alabama or Penn State or Virginia Tech, I think more comes – East Coast in, bias, right? man. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Some in the Midwest. But, yeah, that's why when Markel came out here to play hoops for the Huskies, I was like, holy cow. <clears throat> and nobody worry. He's got his jump shot back. The math is setting up franchises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's, uh, let's check in with what's Mattman. Cool. Uh, yeah, so let's see. What did I do? Uh, oh, first of all, Ted, you know about this one. Uh, what day was that, that? Was that Friday I texted you or Saturday? Uh, Friday. Friday, I woke up. I just wanted to seize a day of quarantine live a little bit. Uh, I texted my friend Ted for advice before I could hear back from him on his take. I shaved my legs for the first time ever. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's a pain in the ass, by the way. But it was it was really fun. Yeah, getting into, I had to wash my sheets because you got to get the fresh sheets that night. I remember Ted mentioning, and then someone actually tweeted me about that too. Uh, so I did that, and yeah, it was just an awesome day. Now it's growing back and kind of prickly and annoying, but I'm just going to let it grow back out, not try and like, upkeep that because, like I said, it was a pain in the ass. Uh, Cobb, did you shave your legs when you were in college for swimming? Yeah, high school and college both. And honestly, it was a huge pain. you got to trim first, but I cannot stress enough, one of the best feelings of my entire life is exactly what you just described, fresh-shaved legs with moisture on them, Sliding into cool cotton satin thread, uh, satin weave, six hundred and fifty thread count sheets. Egyptian, my goodness! Wow. Well, I have bamboo sheets, uh, also pretty awesome. <laughs> Very sustainable. Soft. I like it. Yeah, and they they stay cool, which is why I like them because I run hot at night. Um, so yeah. that was a big one. Uh, and then I was on a, a podcast uh, with uh, one of our listeners, Red Bull, who's come to some of our events and had that awesome uh, Nissan truck SUV thing with the tent on it. And 
He's in Laos right now, quarantined. Uh, Cambodia, but Laos, right? Yeah, so he's in Laos right now, quarantined. He's, he was riding his bike through Asia when all this went down. Over the summer, he rode his bike across Australia while the wildfires were going on. So dude has had a year. And uh, it actually kind of turned into a two-part episode where, like, the first night, I was just asking him about all that stuff. He had planned to talk to me about, like, my life and what's up. Uh, and so we did that the next night. Um, so that was a ton of fun catching up with him and his adventures and, like, what he uh, has been up to. Because, yeah, it's just been a wild year for him. Dude has stories. Um, so you can check that out. Out of Routine Productions uh, is the name of the podcast, and it's on all the major uh, platforms. So, yeah, that was – I mean, connecting with someone on the other side of the world – who's like in the middle of all this stuff and like has had this like crazy year of adventure was just like, you know, when all the days are kind of bland and blurring together, feeling the same, like living vicariously through his exciting stories was a ton of fun. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Red Bull. He says, what's up to you guys, Keith, I'm sure you would like him too. And he probably says, hi, uh, he's, <laughs> he's a polite dude. So it'd be weird if you didn't. So, yeah, uh, check that out, Out of Routine Productions podcast. Um, other than that, yeah, still on quarantine, training clients, having a good time, and, uh, you know, taking days one thing, taking things one day at a time. Yeah, seems to be the be uh, best uh, program right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be uh, high on life and just uh, crushing it like Keith is down there. Keep <laughs> 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 <Good> going. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Boop, boop, doop, doop, boop, boop. Cop topic. Well, per usual, we're going to keep it real on the cast. Um, you know, for me, long day at work today. It was a tough day to be an adult. Ted also had he had a pretty good day. And then, you know, life, life throws you curveballs and, you know, kind of took a hit right before the cast. And so... We were both just, we were feeling the grind of adulthood, man. And, uh, you know, coronavirus, et cetera. And so um, I feel like in changing the tone a little bit, what I'm curious about, you know, we keep hearing about Corona, Corona and the economy or whatever, but flipping the script, what has brought you the most joy in 2020? That's the cop topic this week. Email us literally the word email at the podcast.com with two E's and, uh, yeah, we'll cover from next week. What has brought you the most joy in 2020? Boys? I mean, you know, it's in connection with what we're going through, but honestly, like, just the, like, these kind of things, like the Zoom calls, right? Like, you know, I see my cousins, we, like, all the Smith cousins hop on one at least once a month, you know? You know, we try to do them every couple of weeks, or, like, doing more voice, uh, more kind of visual stuff with, like, my family back east, like my mom, seeing her on Instagram. Like, I don't know, for me, that's been really awesome. And like, it's, that's some of the stuff I'm going to take out of this time. that kind of sucks and keep that in my regular life too. Like that. Matez? Um, man, I'm going to have to say, uh, that's a good answer, Ted. I've had fun connecting with people for sure. Like on the phone, on zoom, on duo, duo, like every, I've used everything except FaceTime cause I have an Android. Um, so the highlights, uh, the other highlights are, yeah, are, uh, 
there's been a few, but I would just say the paddleboard. Uh, the time I had the grown-up Dunkaroos out uh, out there was pretty rad. So, um, yeah, those have been uh, real real helpful in creating some excitement in these times. Keith? How about you, Keith? <laughs> I mean, I guess for me, I've, I felt pretty good about this year. <laughs> just, just because I've gotten creative, both, you know, in the way – I can work with business and also in just the way I work with art. I've I painted more. I've designed more. I put Legos together, which is a lot of fun and still gets creative, but still follows rules. Um, and then kind of like Ted, I've connected with family, but I think the coolest part is I've connected with people that I see on a daily basis that you might not realize are friends, but you know, my bartenders that I know or the people that work at the different shops at Pike Place Market that I've connected with and somehow met and just checking in with them and saying, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Like, has grown friendships just from just from that simple text of, hey, how are you holding up? Like, what's going on? It makes me feel real good that that brings some joy to people and it brings a lot of joy to me. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. A couple of years ago, we had on uh, uh, Big Walt, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter Jones, and he was talking about the 97 check and Cortez Kennedy and checking in with people. Like, I, I don't know if that's ever been more relevant than it is these days. Yeah, I, it, it really is. Like, it's, it's a lot of fun. I have a couple friends that live in uh, uh, Australia, and I check in with them probably more than I do with people around town. Like, I was talking with them just before I got on with you guys. It's, I don't know, 5 o'clock tomorrow there. But hearing that different perspective of how life is down there, like they're in a different, a different phase, if you want to put it in that realm, of opening up schools and stuff. It's like, wow, like how is that going? It's winter time there. Is things getting scarier? And just getting that different perspective, not from, you know, what everybody's scared about or whatever. It's just actually talking human to human and getting an interaction. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, also, I will mention, we talked about, uh, I did watch some Bundesliga last week, so I know Keith's a big soccer fan. <laughs> like, get it? <laughs> no fans or not, it's fun to watch. Uh, let's see. So everybody have a good Memorial Day weekend. Stay, uh, stay safe, make, you know, make wise decisions, enjoy some, some grilling. Maybe you're going to smoke some food, and then we will see you guys. Not see you guys. You'll hear us next Tuesday, and next Tuesday, everything's going to run super smooth. I guarantee it. Cobb knows what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> I think Matt's going to smoke something this weekend. <laughs> yeah. All right. For MZTP, for Cobb and Keith, thanks for coming on, mate. I appreciate it. Thanks, um, The Ted Smith is the podcast. Cheers.